Welcome to the Cosmic Consciousness Cafe, Star Seed Ascension School podcast, where we explore the depths of spirituality and unlock the secrets of the universe. Embodied Ascended Master Samporna is your host. I am Ansara, and along with Sharamia, we are your co-hosts. Together, we are modern-day mystics. It is such a rare opportunity to have a conversation with an Ascended Master who incarnated to be here at this time of great ascension to help guide and protect humanity and our beautiful planet Gaia. Master Samporna unveils the secrets of the invisible world of energy to help you elevate your consciousness, awaken your evolutionary potential, learn about self-healing, longevity and your intuitive powers. You'll get to see Samporna in rare form as he is usually teaching in client healing sessions or protecting the planet. There is a good chance that this is going to feel like learning a new language. It is such an opportunity to be receptive and to lean in and receive what's being shared. We look forward to being your celestial guides on this journey towards spiritual truth and enlightenment. Hello, Sheremia. Hello, Ansara. Here we are together without Sam Porner. He's having a night off. He is. Yes. And we thought we would talk about our wake-up call. Wow, what a wake-up call. Yeah, the moment that we awakened and knew, wow, there was something more to us and we began on our spiritual awakening. Yeah, yeah, and it's been very profound for myself um, and what I'm feeling and sensing now to... Oh gosh, how would have been five years ago now, five and a half years ago, mm. and how I felt back then to how I feel now, and that's. Do you even recognise yourself as the same person anymore? No, not at all. No, no. I can't say I do either. No, and even <clears throat> when you feel back into that time, it's like, how did I live my life, feeling the way that I felt for all that time to to now? I know. It's just profound. Because I had the same issue. It's called your false self. Yeah. 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 And, and it absolutely false self. Yeah. You don't know. Like, you just don't know what you don't know. And it took me until a physical healing crisis mm -hmm. to realise that something was dreadfully wrong. Mm. Because you grow up, you're conditioned by your family, your culture your friends, um, and so you just proceed through life and mm -hmm. you don't necessarily, you're not educated at school, anything spiritual, you're not educated about grounding, nothing. No, not at all. No. And for me, it wasn't so much a physical, it was more of a knowing, a sensing, a feeling, and it's really been with me all my life. Well, that means you're more awake for your wake-up call than I was because <laughs> mine was further ago. I, I would have been, or. Oh, 15 years ago but then I look at the progression yes it was very different compared to in the last say five to six years mm -hmm. uh, Sam Porner and I have been together for seven so yeah really really intense seven years yes. and then prior to that it was a very gradual awakening yeah and and really for myself um, as a young child three or four years old seeing sensing and feeling spirit 
and not really understanding what this was about and and being shut down, you know. Who shut you down? It was my mum and my grandmother. And it's, oh, we don't talk about those things. And no, we don't bring that forward. And it was just, and I used to go to bed screaming and crying and seeing spirit and not mm. understanding what it was all about. And because it just wasn't the done thing. And so, and I really spent my life like that. Shut down. Just shut down. And the more that it was shut down, the more that it was like, but... I just didn't use the psychic side of it, mm. and but the feeling has never gone away. Wow. Like I've always had a sense of a knowing, my intuition, knowing things before they even really happen, but mm. not really understanding why why yeah. this was happening to me. And then, um, <clears throat> yeah, it just got more and more profound. And one day I was just sitting on the couch, and I knew that my awareness. That I knew that there was a. Um, like an expo that was being held at um, a school in Christchurch Centre. And it was just like a calling. And I felt that calling with deep within me. It's like, I know I've got to be there. Wow, so you had an absolute knowing. Absolute knowing. And, yeah. I, and I just picked myself up off the couch and I said to my husband, I'm going out for a wee while. Got my keys, got in the car, and I drove to Heaton Intermediate. And that moment changed my life. But it still took me like 18 months to physically get there. Mm. But I knew that I I really found where I was meant to be. And I met beautiful Ansara. I still remember that and day. I, it was, yeah. You were sitting like bright-eyed and bushy-tailed right up the front row in a workshop. I was. Yeah. And I was just soaking it all up. And you you're speaking about the chakras and using the dousing rods, and just actually seeing how shut down I was. There was nothing. It was just like you could walk straight up to me and there was no movement in those dousing rods <laughs> whatsoever. No aura. No aura, nothing. No. And, you know, I wasn't feeling it in a more like a physical sense, but then actually going through the process, and I was working a retail job and not really understanding other people's frequencies and how they affect you, and just in that moment, meeting you was just, it ch it's changed my life. Mm -hmm. It really has changed my life. Because learning about myself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually is, and I'm going actually chills and goosebumps mm -hmm. while I'm saying this, it's actually now, like, like my life is so different. And, and I mean, I, I just, the fullness of it, like, you, you know, like, yeah. And this weekend just gone, and it's actually getting me quite emotional. I feel like I have come full circle because we have actually just attended a exactly the same event mm. that I first met Ansara, and it was just like wow. Okay. Except this time, this time you I were was, a practitioner. I was a practitioner, <laughs> and I feel I feel that within me. But what I've learnt for my whole physical self. And just how important it is to to really tune and tap into your frequency, tune and tap into your energy, and just feel it. You know, don't overthink it. Feel it because that's what's changed my life, and how my physical body is now. Oh, there's no comparison. No. And it's heal the healing of it, and and yeah, it's mm. just been profound. Yeah, yours has been very fast. 
um, evolution, like many people who know you yes. from Starseed Ascension School and also just our general spiritual friends who have seen you grow. Like I remember in even just in COVID in 2020, you were on the other side of Zoom doing my pendulum workshop. I was. And everyone remembers that and they're like, wow, look at Sheremia. I was. And you've just totally stepped into your power. You've run with all the tools, everything you've learnt, mm. become so masterful and then just switched on your psychic powers to the point now where you channel, um, you, you channel higher guidance. Mm. Like you're incredible. You, you step right up with Sam Porner as a keeper of the light, protecting the planet clearing beings off the planet, like a real galactic soul that you are. And you can see that your quickening was essential to be here at this time of ascension, stepping into who you are as a soul and your mission. Yeah. It's, it's like your, I don't think your, your evolution is like being straight up a very steep mountain, Mount Everest, whereas mine was a real slow burner. So mm. it's really cool to compare our awakening stories up because oh, they, they couldn't be <laughs> more different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, there's been some not such great moments in that time. And, you know, like the physical side for me and, you know, working with Master Sam Porner on the more the physicality of it. And, you know, well, you what, had to clean your whole bed, body oh, vessel out, didn't you? Fully. And, you know, what toxins I was holding on in my body and how was it affecting mm. my body? And and really working on that side of it, it that wasn't that wasn't pleasant. Mm. But it really helps to align your frequency, you know, and working with the chakras too. You know, mm. what what was I holding on to from my family? You, know, you had a lot of unlearning to do. Yeah, and I was in a, that, I was a hundred percent people pleaser. Yeah, that's you know, what I mean. I was the yeah. one that was saying yes all the time to everybody, because I felt like, well, if I'm saying yes, then I'm I'm being good. You know, I'm I'm pleasing people. Conditioning. I'm being conditioned. Mm. Yeah, and I was a hundred percent people pleaser. Mm. Me too. And you know, my lower chakras. Oh my goodness, they were just. <laughs> well, the lower chakras get like that because you're focusing on external and all mm. your energies outflowing yes and one of the hardest things for a pleaser to learn and i had to too is to fill our cup up first yes and only give from an overflowing cup mm -hmm. yeah. and and it can be a very profound journey that unlearning of the belief system that got you into being a pleaser mm -hmm. and a giver and an over functioner and that you offer before you're asked and then you tend to be passive aggressive because pleasers are controllers. Mm -hmm. So it's like you have this program where everything you do and say is to keep the peace, to yeah, not rock the boat, mm -hmm. and to keep your connection with people through all this external efforting. Yeah. And then you just end up so depleted. And you do. And you, you do end up running on adrenaline. Yeah. And yes, as a mother, you know, we we are there as a as you know, we look after our children and 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 there's aspects there that I felt that, you know, not harsh on my children, but they were they really felt like they were getting good some guidance and because I felt that deep within me <clears throat> to bring that forward for them. Mm. But that was just a natural thing for me to do. I didn't understand why I was doing that. But now I do. I mm. fully understand why that was just a, a an innate feeling and sensing that I had within me to really guide my children the way that I did mm. and it just makes a hundred percent sense now as to why that was there for me yeah 
And you know, the best moments for me really is knowing who I truly am now. And that's un gold. And understanding that and knowing that, you know, I'm more than I am just here in the physical sense. You know, we are divine beings of light and love and we we're here to shine that and I feel that now mm. deep within me. And you know, we're here to bring change. Mm. And that's my that's my purpose. Wow. And finding that out. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, who I truly am. It takes a lot of courage and guts to go through a spiritual awakening. Yes. Not and not to shy away from who you are as a soul and to step into your purpose because then you proceeded to resign from mm -hmm. your job. Yes, I did. And then begin your own faith. spiritual practice as a practitioner, as a soul coach. And I don't think I've ever seen anyone who's just known, like you knew precisely the time you were going to give up work. Um, <clears throat> you had a real feeling for how things would unfold for you. Mm -hmm. And you just had this absolute knowing confidence. Um, there was never a doubt. Never a doubt. Never no. a doubt. And and th that's my that's my knowing, that's mm -hmm. my intuition and and trusting that and, and knowing that, you know, we're divinely guided and when we learn to trust and have faith in that, that's when the magic happens. Mm -hmm. And you really do then find your path and where you're meant to be. And it unfolds for you. It does. Yeah, because you know where you're coming from. That's it. Yes. Whereas pleasers live in the future worrying about where they're going to. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, even if I say there's another best moment, is actually learning the tools and the techniques to, one, get me through my day, but out of my head and get into my sacred yeah. heart space. That has been life-changing. You know, when we leave from the sacred heart space and not our head, that's when the magic happens mm -hmm. as well. What we call alignment. Alignment. Yeah. yeah, to your true self. To my true self. But it also opens up that, you know, the avenues of being able to tune into your intuition, you know, really be guided by your soul self, your guides, your spirit guides, unlocking certain aspects within you to for your psychic gifts. We, we all have it. Mm. It's just, it's not to fear. You know, we put a lot of fear into that. But it's not to fear. Because even if someone doesn't want to pursue their spirituality to the lengths and depths yes. that you have even if you're just someone who switches themselves on to a point of using their intuition just to guide their everyday Absolutely. life there's a real power to that like you just flow there's a power yeah and you're guided to the point where you know oh actually no i'm not going to get in the car and go there and then you find out later that there was an accident mm -hmm. or um and it's like we know that when we don't listen to that little inner voice, yeah, we always regret it. We do. It's pretty common. You hear people yeah. say that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you now there's been times in my life where I haven't listened to my gut feeling or my intuition, and it's like, okay, well, it's a great next, lesson. Next time, I yeah. listen. I'll listen more. Mm. You just learn. You learn. You we teach learn. yourself, don't you? We learn. Yeah. And you know, and what you've you've you know, really showed me and both Master Sam Porner as well, is that, you know, we can we can choose well, I feel like it's we can choose our life, but actually it's our life chooses us. Mm. And and then who we are. I think it's predestined. It is. Absolutely. And and I re I reckon too, like now that I've been doing it for long enough, things are divinely orchestrated. Mm. And <clears throat> sometimes you think it's uh, absolute 
worst thing that's happening to you and things are falling apart, people are falling away, you feel lost, directionless and you have to go through that. You have to do all this unattaching mm -hmm. and surrendering and letting go and almost like crying like a baby mm -hmm. in the fetal position asking, who am I? Why am I here? Yeah. What is what is this all about? And then all of a sudden when you get beyond that and you just let go of and not know, mm -hmm. that's when you start to know. Absolutely. It yeah. just comes. It just, it, it yeah. does. It literally just It's like just magic. Comes. It it's, really is. It's so magical, this whole journey. <laughs> it's, yeah. It is the magic. And, and, you know, being able to now really work with other beautiful souls to illuminate their light, their divine light, and, and for them to remember to remember, you know, that is, that's just profound for me. And it's so fulfilling. And and, I, and yeah. to also help teach and guide from the perspective of having gone through it all yourself. Yes, absolutely. Best teachers. Oh, hugely. Yeah. And yeah, and it's it's a profound and, and in some aspects I am lost for, for words <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, feeling back into how I was previously to now, it's like, wow, there's no... There's no comparison. No, it's like, it's like saying that, like, that, that my former self is a shadow yes. of who I am now. Yes. And it literally is the shadow it's self. It is a shadow. Yeah. It is a shadow. Mm. And, you know, we've we've grown together. And mm. I feel like that's been a really beautiful thing. Oh, yeah. And, see, and you step to up to the plate with us. Like, <laughs> you're up with us all night if we're yeah, no. clearing <laughs> the planet, protecting the planet. Like... You, you just don't shy away from anything. Yeah. It's been like we've become this triad because yeah. we've recognised what I see in you is in me. Yes. And vice versa. And we've had some very profound moments oh. together yeah. on some of our yeah. journeys and that we've been on. Lots of tears. And lots of tears. Soul sisterhood. Lots of laughter. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you know, what you, what you bring <clears throat> forward to, to your, you know, beautiful souls that you see... And in, but even just for yourself, you know, the change that I've seen in you has been profound. Mm -hmm. Oh, this and year, I don't think I could have even imagined if someone said to me, in May, you're going to have huge spiritual experiences and you're going to have past life memories, uh, know who you were in past lives mm. and have inner knowings. I, I thought I was. And then... Then when May hit and June mm. and July, it has been absolutely textbook profound spiritual initiation. And I, and I know we're in big ascension energies, but because I've been willing to do the inner work yes. and continually do the inner work every single day because I just refuse to feel anything other than, other than squeaky, shiny, clean yeah. high frequency. Exactly. <laughs> um yeah, it just it just brings the gifts on it. Just they just flow through, mm. and whatever's meant for you truly does show up. And sometimes it can be quite challenging the letting go and the unlearning and fragments of yourself mm. that just no longer serve you. Mm. It's like it, it is. It's like a giant puzzle of yourself falling away, and a blank canvas just appearing regularly. Yeah. And then when you surrender again, mm -hmm. and then the gifts come forward again. And you think, wow, how could I be rebirthed this many times? But we've been in a very intense, 
death, rebirth, double eclipses, mm. double full moons. Mm. Like the astrology we've been experiencing this year from March, mm -hmm. which was the beginning of the golden age and a prophesized time. Yeah, what I've been experiencing has been uh, textbook spiritual initiation mm. into the higher realms of my consciousness levels and becoming the greater soul that I am mm -hmm. because our spirit soul self is really projecting itself through this physical vessel. Mm -hmm. And so as I become more and more connected, it's like becoming um, going from copper cable to broadband. Yeah, exactly. That's the best <laughs> way to describe it. That is the best way. We're on broadband, darling. Oh, broadband. <laughs> uh, but how, how are we aligned to, to all of this too? Is, you know, we can so dismiss something that comes across our path. And I remember what you were saying to me about your, you know, being aligned to all of this. And, you know, a brochure that you had, the brochure? When I... For you. When I first woke yeah. up. Oh, yeah. It, it was a brochure I picked up. I was in Victoria and, well, I, actually, I have to take it back a little bit yeah. before the brochure. So I thought I was going mad. Mm. I had tied myself up into knots of um, walled-off emotions, in complete denial, not speaking the truth to myself, staying in a relationship for fear. Like the pain to leave was greater than the pain to stay. But finally when my body broke down, the, the pain to stay was greater than the pain to leave. And, and I had to actually get to that tipping point of physically wrecked mm. that my mental mind was so strong I could keep willing myself along mm -hmm. I was running the pleaser program no boundaries unable to say no mm. voiceless I was running that to the absolute max on the most adrenaline you could imagine whipping myself pushing myself through chronic fatigue mm -hmm. chugging down the coffees mm -hmm. sugars on board and so that went on for quite some years and I remember there was a couple of real I suppose you'd call them abyss moments mm -hmm. trough moments and I remember I went to work and I had to ask my boss at the time if I could stand up in the meeting because I couldn't keep my eyes awake oh, and wow. she said you need to go to the doctor there's something wrong with you so I went and mm -hmm. I nearly fell asleep driving 10 minutes Wow! and they I sat down in the chair in the doctor's surgery and I didn't even know I'd fallen asleep oh my god they had to wake rattle me awake Oh, wow. And then all the tests came back and they said, well, we can't find anything. There's nothing wrong with you. And I'm like, there's totally something wrong with me. I'm chronically well, that's fatigued. Not to no. Wanting to close your eyes all no. the time. And so then I, would, I wouldn't be able to stay awake. So I'd pull off to the side of the road, find a park, park under a tree, and I'd wake up half the day later. Oh, wow. And I remember someone actually came to the door of my house and I used to love pulling up in the car, putting the seat back. <laughs> they thought I was dead in the car. <laughs> They were knocking at the window because I was like probably mouth open to dripping. <laughs> and, uh, and then it started to get quite serious and I thought, oh, I felt like the, the living dead. Mm -hmm. and, and the only thing keeping me going was the sugar and the coffees. And I literally was like Rocky Balboa going to work, geeing myself up, drawing up more adrenaline. Mm -hmm. And then I remember one day because then I started to mentally and emotionally lose it. And I was driving a tractor on the farm. 
and the tractor was so loud it was like a big old Thomas the Tank Engine blue <laughs> yeah. Fergie and as I was going down the road I was swearing like at the top of my lungs about the mm -hmm. relationship that was well over six years before I should have left I F and this and that and I remember I got to the bottom and I thought um Anita you need to go and see someone yeah and I knew that it had gotten past that point where mentally I was becoming unhinged. Mm -hmm. So I did. And six months into the normal services mm -hmm. offered, I was ready to slit my throat because if I had to talk about my past one more time, it was just pulling my hair out. I'm like, I have no direction. I have no clarity. I don't know who I am. I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. I just know what I'm not. I know what I don't want. I'm scared shitless. And and all, all it was about the past and what's happened today and let's rehash what you're going over in your relationship same okay. shit different day and I remember I walked out and I said I'm never going back there all I do is feel heavy when I leave yes and so then I went to the cafe ah. and I walked into this cafe at Merrill Bark and there was a brochure sitting there and I picked it up and it said are you on the road to ruin or transformation um. <laughs> But I was still in so much denial. Wow. I was in so much denial mm -hmm. that I thought that brochure was for my husband <laughs> who needed to fix the marriage and the relationship up. Right. So I took it home and I passively aggressively left it right where he couldn't miss it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it took about a week and he didn't see it. And I was so passive aggressive and voiceless, I never said anything. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm having the arguments, the ward broken out within. Mm -hmm. He hasn't picked it up. Doesn't he realise he needs to fix himself? He needs to fix this marriage, blah, blah. Anyway, finally, like, the penny dropped and I picked it up and that was when I had the penny-dropping moment. You're on the road to ruin. Yeah. So I sit down and I ring the number and it had Life Coach on it and I thought, oh, what have I got to lose? Yeah. So I rang Martin Terry, Alison Martin Terry up in Mount Evelyn. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'd really like to make a time. Anyway, I made my first appointment. I went there and it was life changing. Mm. It was like all his, he was spiritual. So it meant that he came from a completely different angle. Mm -hmm. He gave me breakthrough moments. Mm -hmm. He made me own my shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he told me I was like a puppet on a string, to yeah. completely controlled. And, um, and I remember another time and I messaged him. And I was so frustrated. Oh, there was one really profound moment where I said, oh, I don't want to go home. There's no peace at home. And he goes, oh, there's always peace at home. You just can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> and that I remember sitting with that going, oh, that took me a while yeah. to understand what he meant. And another time I remember messaging him saying, oh, I've just had enough and I was going to have a southern comfort in the days <laughs> oh, yeah, of the drinking. Oh, you, the good old southern And comforts. he said, do not do that. Just sit with it. And it was like, it was so profound to have someone giving you guidance yes. that was so foreign and outside the box, but it so resonated with me. Mm -hmm. And so that then began my intrigue into life coaching, spiritual, um, just learning, you know, like I jumped straight into a pendulum workshop. So this was my next big yeah. aha moment. Mm -hmm. So I went along to their spiritual workshop and they said, oh, we're going to teach you how to use a pendulum mm -hmm. and you're going to balance your chakras. And I'm like, chakra what? Chakra what? Chakra what? It was like me when you, <laughs> when you were mentioning like chakras. Yeah. 
anyway. And that's was, like me sitting there on the chair, like, soaking yeah, it all up. Yeah. Like, it's like I couldn't get enough of it. I know. I'm anyway, like, oh. so this damn thing, they picked it up and in two seconds flat, the thing was whizzing around. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, what am I doing? This is like magic. Yeah. And, and then I was balancing my chakras and I got to the end. And honest to God, I stood bolt upright. I was like, someone's turned the lights up. What's what the <laughs> and and I remember everything got like crisp, crisp, clear yeah, sound. Yeah. My eyesight improved. Mm-hmm. I felt just just like I'd grown. Mm-hmm. Like my whole frame had grown. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went outside and I had my arms up on the top of my old car. And I was looking around going, What's just happened? Mm-hmm. What has happened? Anyway, I went home. I Googled chakras mm-hmm. five hours later. <laughs> I was buying books. I was absolutely I was Googling everything. Obsessed. Like, yeah, I was Googling everything yeah. about you know, psychic sight, chakras, yeah. energy it just, bodies, it just energy fields. Turn something on in you that has always been there, yeah. like you said. Yeah. But it's like someone turns a, a, a switch on. Yes. And off you go. And, do you know, I went back to them on the second workshop. I knew I had a spirit guide. I knew my spirit guide's name. Mm-hmm. And it was just like I'd fallen into my second talent after being a top horse rider and mm-hmm. going to a very high level. This was like my next best talent. <laughs> <laughs> and and from that point forward, I was so completely astounded that I knew that why don't – why? Don't anybody else know this? Why haven't haven't I been told this? Oh, Why did too. I go for blood tests? Why did I go to Chinese mm-hmm. doctors? Why did I spend mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of dollars on trying to find my health mm-hmm. when when I needed to know I'd lost myself mm-hmm. and I needed to know I had energy centres mm-hmm. and I needed to ground myself but didn't have a clue mm-hmm. and then you know the journey into the heart mm-hmm. space. Yeah. But it was the most magnificent awakening. Yeah. yeah, you could write a book about that that whole series of events that led me to then be obsessed with chakras and I just knew at that point I had to be a life coach who combined energy healing to help people to have breakthroughs like I did yes. and discover parts of themselves they didn't know existed mm. and to switch all their colours on, to switch yeah. their lights on, to, to, to feel whole on. again. Absolutely. Yeah. And, I mean, I had those moments with you. And, you know, what you've really, you know, taught and shown me, um, it's, it's it's absolutely life-changing when mm. you really do tune into your chakras and tune into your, your light body. And, and you smash those blocks. And you do. You smash those blocks. <laughs> yeah. And it took mm. me 18 months from the first time we met mm. to actually physically come and sit in your in your chair. And, uh, you know, and there was there were some moments there where, you know, okay, there's a few home truths on this. <laughs> and it took probably two or three sessions to actually unpack, unpack it yeah. all. And, um, you know, one of the, the biggest things for me is speaking my truth and being able to speak my truth mm. with confidence. Mm-hmm. And how that, we takes, that takes some learning it too. It does take some it's learning. probably one of my biggest biggest things was to Speak be able to do that with confidence without doubt without fear without of criticism and judgment because that's a, that's a big one mm. you know we hold on to too much because it's fear of judgment well again it's all back to that conditioning right. programming that original relationship yeah. wound and so if you get wounded in the lower chakras they affect the upper chakras so of course the throat the voice 
Mm. We could have a whole, we'll do a whole other podcast on chakras. Yeah. But it's been an incredible um, time and you know, I'm just looking forward to now with what's coming forward mm. and, uh, you know, helping other beautiful souls really feel what what I feel within me now. Because mm-hmm. it's... Is that your spiritual why? That's my spiritual why. Mm-hmm. I feel it's now, you know, because I've been there and... Uh, I know how it feels to, you know, for others to put so much pressure on you to to do, to do be this way, to do this sort of thing, you know, and the expectations that are put on you, oh, you're expected to do this, you're expected to do that. And then you're expected to stay the same. same. So you don't yep. upset anybody Absolutely. else's apple <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, you know, for others to really, to, to now see that, you know, that's a, that's a program. You know, that's a programming, mm-hmm. and we do not have to be that way. Mm-hmm. You know, come out of a doing world and start being. And what's my spiritual why? What the why to be spiritual now? I just think everybody deserves to shine, yeah. and we all have that capacity. And it's just twiddling a few knobs, yes. releasing some emotion back into motion, mm-hmm. a bit of knowledge, a bit of wisdom. Mm-hmm. But I reckon everybody's got a inner spiritual being right inside you it's your divinity it's your birthright you can't hide from it it's there and i i just love seeing the light return into my clients eyes as i release them from their own invisible prison the same invisible prison that i was released from Mm -hmm. that's my why yeah oh i got chills when you just said that that's fat that's really powerful and uh you know and uh, clients you know and beautiful souls that i've seen that have seen you it's just that's profound yeah that sparkle in your eye that glimmer in your eye Mm -hmm. and getting your smile back that's my why yeah Mm. and you know like one of the most profound moments i've actually had in my wake up call is me being able to look in the mirror and see myself for who i truly am and actually tell myself, I love myself. I love me for who I am. That takes some mm. getting there to do that. And I and I really feel that. Because when you look in your own eyes, you know, what are you seeing? And when you when you one day wake up and you look in that mirror and you can see you and you know it's you, that's the, that's when it's profound. That's beautiful. Yeah. I'm getting (laughs) (laughs) and that's profound can I tell you something profound but funny profound Mm -hmm. but still profound and I know a lot of women will relate to this Mm -hmm. so my mother and her sister had always dyed their hair and they cursed their mum's white white hair and so all their I just remember the hairdresser trip the the hair dye was such a big deal for them Mm-hmm. And so my sister and I proceeded into the same pattern of colouring hair and there's nothing wrong with that. And I, I, But I had to go through a journey as part of my awakening. Mm-hmm. One day I went to the hairdresser and I just had to say, no, 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 stop. No, I don't even know what colour hair I've got anymore. I don't know whether it's peppered grey, grey, white, no idea. And so hence began this journey to allow my hair to grow out and it's like fringe length now. 
And you know what? That that is again like an awakening it within is. you that just you can't believe you're doing something like that. And I'm like, well, what what's my wife for doing that? And mine was chemical. Mm -hmm. um, it it's like both mum and Minnie have had dementia. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, what are you doing? Putting all these chemicals onto your scalp. Mm -hmm. And my head head was itchy and hot, and it was telling me it wasn't happy. And so I then challenged myself to go through this whole complete regrowth like mm -hmm. Sam Porter said shave your hair off I wasn't <laughs> yeah. that bold however that that like what you're saying being able to look at myself in the mirror mm -hmm. and see that my hair is imperfect as would be seen by the 3d world mm. and actually really enjoying this journey of authenticity to allow it to just yeah. be whatever it is yeah yeah and it's been really really quite interesting mm. and I'm, I'm not to say that I won't use vegan hair dye <laughs> later yeah. but but yeah I'm determined just to let the whole process go it's almost like that old hair represents a part of old me yes um and yeah it's it that that in itself has been a way for me to see that mm. now I no longer hold on to unworthiness or a lack of self-love or self-judgment um, that I've been doing things for others or because it should or should be done. Well, it's an expectation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Or you shouldn't look that way or you mm. shouldn't be that way. Mm. So it's, it's a... And more women are doing it. Oh, they say. are. Yeah. They're embracing, mm. you know. Embrace the crone. Embrace it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and just however you, however you feel, you know, because the mirror is a reflection of who you truly are when you truly look at when you go within because yes we we live you know we're, we're this outer shell but this is just a shell mm. you know this is just oh yeah. when, when you, you feel see, the magnificence see, of your soul yeah i think that's when you care less <laughs> yes <laughs> well you just get more simple you, you, do. you you've got to make an effort to get dressed because you just really don't doesn't bother you no it doesn't like you're not having to no. wear clothes in a certain way I, like I just dress now for comfort and so long as it looks smart and I'm happy with the colors and it's yeah. more about picking the color that day yeah. um that that I want to wear like orange tonight mm -hmm. and um yeah it's more of a feeling than and, than a look yeah. and then I mean people you know especially women expectation of how they should look when they go to work you know all of that and I mean I was right there I worked in oh, I worked in that environment too. in front center in retail you had to have your nails a certain way your hair a certain way makeup all of this stuff mm. and it's so liberating to step away from that and just be if you feel like you don't want to actually get dressed up mm. or if you feel like you just want to be you know however you want to be mm. there's no you can you can do it with confidence because it's like well actually I'll present myself how I'm feeling today mm. Mm -hmm. Not what the expectation is of others mm. that I should be and how I should mm. be. Yeah, very liberating. Yeah, very liberating. Oh, it's been fun to talk about all that. It's been, it's been amazing, you know. I don't often take a trip down memory lane. No, mm. no we don't, actually. It's <laughs> to, to go well, we're too and... busy, um, I suppose, in a way, allowing our paths to unfold. Yes. And, but, you know, I still love my old self because mm -hmm. it gives me that contrast mm -hmm. to know how much I've grown yes and appreciating that journey for mm -hmm. what it is 
Yeah, and I, I don't regret anything. Like it's been, yeah. it's, sometimes it's been glorious, other times it's been hard work and scary. Yeah. But when you really start to see it all unfolding, you can really understand why you've had to go through it and that it's absolutely perfect in its oh, design, the whole awakening process. Yeah, hugely. And, you know, my feeling is, is that I would not be who I am today if I had not experienced what I've experienced mm. beyond doing any of this, you know, any work on myself. You know, we are here to learn and we learn our life lessons. And, you know, for me, going through that, it's put me right in the path of where I am now. And if there was a takeaway message coming from what you're saying, Sharamia, it is evolve. Evolve. Grow. You know, yes, you'll be the little seed shoved into the dirt on mm -hmm. occasion and you'll grow and then it'll happen again and you'll grow and then you get really, really good at this death rebirth and then you start to recognise when it's coming around. Yeah. And you recognise a rest cycle and going within. Yeah. And before you know it, again, you're back in that chrysalis phase. And I feel like I've just been through that May till now. Yes. And I can really feel my butterfly wings coming on again. And I'm like, wow, this is just this whole <laughs> Oros Boros, as they it's do. called. Rebirth process, metamorphosis. Mm. It is, it's truly magnificent by its design and we are meant to shed those skins. We are meant to grow new wings mm -hmm. and that will then elevate us higher and higher. Mm. And it truly is the most amazing journey that yeah. I would, yeah, just can't sing enough praises about it really. It's interesting you see talking about butterflies and, and it's like I see a caterpillar. You know, the caterpillar is... On, on their journey to, to then go into its chrysalis and its cocoon to then emerge as this beautiful butterfly that can fly to any lengths mm -hmm. to any, and soar. And there's a and lovely thing. I'm seeing that. It's just like, wow. Mm. And a butterfly doesn't have to think no. about flying. It just knows. It just knows. And that's, that's really the gift that comes from the death yeah. rebirth is this switching on of your intuition and your knowing mm. and when you surrender and you let go and you stay in your heart space it just unfolds and your wings unfurl they do and they guide you and that's that's intuition that's intuition mm. and don't be afraid of you're your... born with it yeah you are yeah you really are mm. and not to be afraid of your intuition mm -mm. you know it's there to guide you yeah embrace the unknown embrace the unknown yeah and allow that guidance. It's worth knowing what you don't know about yourself. It really is. Absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful. And it's a it's a beautiful journey. Oh, that's been lovely. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <sighs> Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, we'll come together again soon with we another will. topic. Mm -hmm. and, um, and hopefully, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of takeaway aha moments in there. Yeah. I'm sure our stories aren't uncommon. No, mm. not at all. No. And I feel it's like time for these stories to be told. Mm. You know, tell your story. Don't be afraid to, to speak your speak your story. Mm. And, uh, you know, for one person that you may tell your story to, you know, that's a healing for that person because mm. it might resonate with, for them. Well, we learn off each other. And we do. Yeah. And you We're wisdom keepers yeah. and when we share our wisdom, yeah. uh, it gives people those aha moments right. to reflect and see themselves within those stories. Mm. 
Yeah, it's and by doing that, you know, you're planting that's the seed for whomever you're speaking with. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, thanks, soul sister. Thanks, soul sister, too. <laughs> I love these moments. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> beautiful. So great. Bye, everyone. Bye. And that's a wrap for this episode of Cosmic Consciousness Cafe, Star Seed Ascension School. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into the invisible world of energy and gained new insights to further your spiritual journey. A big thank you to our hosts, Sam Porna and Sara and Sharamia, for sharing their knowledge, guidance and wisdom with us today. If you love these podcasts and you want full access to Master Sam Porna and Sara and Sharamia's recorded material, go to Starseed Ascension School. We're offering a 14-day free trial with unlimited access to everything. Remember to subscribe to the Cosmic Consciousness Cafe Starseed Ascension School podcast and please leave a review to support the show and to help us create content that resonates with you, our spiritual community.